The boys are back in town. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Board Raw podcast. And today we are going to be talking about our signings for each of the big six teams. The big six maybe being a little bit of an outdated term because uh, some of them are very much outside. You're not of a the fan top of the big six at all. Yeah, this was your idea. Uh, What's I mean, that about? The big six is obviously Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, and Tottenham Hotspurs. And Tottenham Hotspurs. Do you remember when the Super League got announced and Sky News had like all the crest of the Premier League teams that are involved? And it was like, there's some huge English clubs here and Spurs. <laughs> I was like, come on. Um, but yeah, we're going to each go through the clubs and provide one signing we believe could help turn their fortunes in their favour this Get to season. the next level in January. Yeah, exactly. January transfer window is always a weird one. There are some outlandish signings that happen and there are always some very solid under the radar signings. Yeah, it's always hard to get your main transfer target in January. Yeah. But we're going to see if we can put out some ideas and um, yeah, maybe something will happen and then you'll hear it here first. Working our way alphabetically, let's start with A for Arsenal. Rosario as a gonna yourself okay i'm just gonna get it out of the way early doors we need a striker everybody watched that arsenal liverpool game we dominated liverpool twice this season i'd say and both times we've fallen foul to the lack of clinicality up top and that can only be solved by an elite world-class killer as ian wright said we need a killer you see him tweeting it's a bit harsh on Havertz. <laughs> yeah so many tweets made me laugh but um yeah we need a killer up top and my Arsenal and Chelsea suggestions are both strikers, so you could flip them around. Arsenal and Chelsea in a similar spot where the squad's all right. There are little problems that can be fixed, but they're both their team's main problems are a striker. I think Arsenal, get your big dick out and go get Oshimen. Oshimen. Yeah, I mean, he is goals. Arguably the best striker in... No, second best striker in the world last season behind Haaland. But better than Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, actually, yeah, fuck it. He was better than Harry Kane. And, um... Better than Karim. Currently, Napoli sit ninth in Serie A. Yeah, managed, managed by Walter Mazzari, ex-Watford manager, so mm. that explains a lot. But, yeah, there was rumours that Oshimen was close to signing a new deal. That hasn't happened as of yet, and his deal expires summer 2026. So if they want to get big bags, they're going to have to do it this summer or January. Yeah, they have to get moving fast. I mean, it is... Uh, and he's a killer, mate. Yeah, it's exactly what Arsenal needs. I'll move on to mine because it's very much in the similar ilk. I've gone for Ivan Tony, Which I think is probably just about the same price tag, if not more, than Oshiman. That's why I didn't put... Nah, it wouldn't be more. But um, I don't know. That's why English I didn't put Ivan Tony. very, very real thing. Because for me... Um, Brentford quoted for wanted 100 million for Ivan Tony, and I think Oshiman would probably be about 120. I but don't think he would. For the extra 20, you go and get Oshiman. For me, he's two years younger than Ivan Tony. Not Prem proven, obviously, but you get that two years, he's one of the best strikers in the world. If Ivan Tony was in the 60 to 80 range, where I think he should be, with one year left on his deal. Then I'd go and get Ivan Tony, but Brentford have slapped think, such a fat price tag on him. I think you're looking which too I much get. into the price tag. I don't think. I, I mean, either they they get a hundred, they get 
Facts. Uh, 70 to 80 million for him now, or they lose him. Facts. Like, that, that's it. And I, I, he is a bit of a mercenary. In the t- not that... Not, he, obviously, he's been at Newcastle, Peterborough. Um, no, he wasn't Brentford. at Newcastle. He was at, he was at, he just, was at Newcastle. Was he? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, no, he wasn't at Newcastle. Newcastle yeah. I was thinking about that Donny who... Um, oh, um, Nathan, was it Nathan? Not like... He, he was a right he was a weapon I, I think know he shakes talking, up people up or I know something. who you're talking about fucking... proper rude boy he, he played at Swing <laughs> Nile Ranger Nile Ranger I knew yeah. the game of an end yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No. so yeah but he's not a mercenary in, in the ter- that term he doesn't really like jump club to club he stayed at Brentford probably maybe longer than he should have but um, especially after that fantastic season in the in the championship but he um, yeah I think they, they, they're going to have to take him now or never they're going to lose him on a free he's not going to stick around Yeah, that's I facts. don't think he owes them anything he did say though in a recent interview just as like obviously he's come he's close to starting again now and he says he owes the Brentford fans a lot because they stuck by him in this eight month ban yeah but he can he, still owe them something and not give them anything and he could repay them in getting them like 80 million yeah I think that's massive especially because we looked at Brentford recently in our deep dive They're 16th in the Prem and they could probably do with a little bit of expenditure around the squad to uh, get that 80 depth. million reinvested in a smart way like Brentford do that could do numbers I guess you like one Jordan Henderson <laughs> wages <laughs> um, but yeah for me I think he's the right idea I think the thing as well that pushes me towards that Arsenal going for a striker as well is the fact that it might provide some release to go, uh, to Bukayo Saka through the like of Gabriel Jesus going out wide. You I could agree, have yeah. Martinelli, Tony, and in Jesus up as a front three. Sackham, his legs are fried. Poor I, guy was, it, he was yeah. not on he it. He needs a rest. Liverpool. And yeah, I agree. Having uh, out an out striker, like you said, would allow Jesus to move onto the wing. And I think he's quite useful there. So We're yeah. recording this today after the Liverpool-Arsenal FA Cup game. Jeez. And for me, Tony get, comes away from that game with a hat-trick. Mate, in the first Mate, five nuts. minutes, Nelson missed a, a sitter. Odegaard hit the crossbar. Havertz missed out like Fucking, a header. Yeah, it's so bad. And yeah, I agree. Tony would have murdered that game. Right, let's move on to another London side. Another London side that needs a striker. I've got Ivan Tony for Chelsea. Yeah, I think all for the same reasons, no? Yeah, just Chelsea need a striker. They need a clinical striker. Need someone that can link up, play well, uh, drop deep. Like I've seen recently, Nicholas Jackson. I like Nicholas Jackson dropping deep and linking up play. I think he's got that in him. Just not a striker. What he doesn't have in him is just calmness in front of goal, which Ivan Tony oozes. So yeah, I think Ivan Tony, Prem proven. I think the only thing with Ivan Tony is he doesn't really fit the age profile of the players that Chelsea are currently getting in. Yeah. But yeah, I think he'd be he'd Chelsea at the moment are flirting with bottom half finish. And Ivan Tony I think probably gets them a European place. Yeah, he that many. I mean, he's going to come out of the second half of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with 15, 16. Yeah, goals. I was going to say 15, yeah. Um, for me, I've gone with the strike for Chelsea as well. I'm going to guess. Go on. Victor Gyokeres. It is Victor Gyokeres. <laughs> oh, I actually didn't know that. Victor Gyokeres. We actually haven't told each other. No. Um, Victor Gyokeres from uh, Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, I was looking. Yeah, he is He's a, a player. outrageous player. He was so good for Coventry in the championship with, I think it was Matt Godden. Up top, very very good player, very technically shout out the Coventry shirt, efficient player, good with his feet, but he's also a unit. I think he's six foot two. Uh, I think he's got, he's, I think he's got like 14, 15 goals for. Yeah, he's uh, hit in, the ground running already. In yeah, in the Portuguese league, I think he's exactly what they need. Yeah, and I think he, I think he's got a hefty price tag as well. I think people would be saying about hundred million. Well, he's just arrived, so if 
he's got a fat contract that's just started. So yeah, if you want to get him, you're gonna have to slap money on the table. But yeah, I think he's the right idea. He allows you build up play from deep because he's he's a unit of play. You can play off him, use him as a platform. Mm. But he's also very good with his feet. He's strong. He's quick. He gets in behind, and, he, and he's not shy in front of goal. More profile wise, what Chelsea you go for? Kind of young. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think like he could be the solution to that number nine shirt. Yeah, the curse of number nine. But yeah, shout out Victor Gyokoresh, mate. Mate, is a great, great shout. That was me. a great guess. Who mate. you got next? Uh, so, what team are we doing now? We got Liverpool. Liverpool. Okay, uh, I'm going sticking in the kind of ilk of Ivan Tony. I'm going Prem Proven. Mm -hmm. I'm going Jao Palinha from Portsmouth. Uh, Portsmouth from Fulham. Yeah. I like it. I think we've been saying for a while. I think he's going Bayern, isn't he? Not that Jao Palinha is one of the best defensive midfielders in the league. The Prem is blessed. We have been known on this podcast to slander Endo. I think Endo has hit, uh, hit a nice little purple patch where he's, mate, he's, I think really he's hitting like man of the match against big teams. Yeah, he's really I really like him, but he's thirty years old. He's currently at the Asian Cup, so that's ten games or whatever he's going to miss and. He's got I, a long-term plan. I think, yeah, Jao Palinha, what he does is he's prem proven. You can get him for relatively cheap. I think in like 60 mil. Mm -hmm. And that solves your defensive midfielder problem for at least two, three years. And what I liked in the game where I watched Arsenal-Fulham, even though Arsenal got slapped, is that when Saka was um, attacking down the right-hand side... And catching Anthony Robertson one on one, Jaapalinha was always there to help, mm, and that's what Liverpool need. They need someone to help cover Trent. And if Jaapalinha does that in Portsmouth on the left hand side, I'm sure he can do it on the right hand side. Why so I think Portsmouth. I, fucking <laughs> I don't know. Are they playing? Why are the Portsmouth on the brain? Portsmouth on the noggin. Um, yeah, yeah, I completely Palinha. agree. Jaapalinha, fantastic player. I think for me, the only thing I was thinking about was Kimmich's be linked to City. Yeah. Especially for, for a cut price deal in the summer. I could see Giappolini holding out for that buy-in move that didn't materialise in the uh, summer transfer window just gone. That's true. So for me, I think he might have his mind on that. But it'd be interesting to see. I've actually gone for someone as well in the defensive midfield role. Oh, shock. Yeah. No, we both said on the pod for a long time now, Liverpool's team is pretty stacked everywhere apart from defensive midfield. Yeah, I'm... McAllister in the DM role is just I don't know what's going on that is such a um, he got round peg in a square hole he got ran ragged against Arsenal yeah and for me Liverpool we say this all the time I say it all the time their midfield is non-existent and that's almost good like mm. you, Liverpool's are the best when they're quick with their counter attack I think it was yeah. a stat on Sky on BBC oh even. quickest like yeah quickest play, like yeah. from like beginning past the goal and was, then Man City Arsenal and Burnley were the slowest yeah like 20 million yeah, minutes <laughs> yeah um, but yeah Liverpool, they need someone for me who can break up the play outside their box. We were watching Arsenal put Jao together Palinha. 30 passes mm. outside their box, but they weren't really getting anything because of how good Liverpool were defensively. But that midfield number six role, that deep line midfielder, they haven't had it since Fabinho's yeah. like sort of premium seasons. Last season it was really poor. They lost him this season. Endo's not the answer for me. Do you want to have a guess? You got one out of one so mm. far? Not from the Prem. Not from the Prem. Ah. Uh, Jao Neves. Is it Jao Neves from Benfica? No, no, he was someone I was thinking of. I've gone for someone with... A bit more experience. A, <laughs> potentially, but a Liverpool link through his manager. I've gone for Ezekiel Palacios from oh, Bayer Leverkusen. Wow, okay. Look at you go. Yeah, mate. 25 years old. Obviously, Xabi Alonso might be wanting to do a deal with his former love. Um, 
But he is a very well-rounded defensive midfielder. And I think he's exactly what Liverpool can need uh, use. He's experienced enough. He's 25 years old. Yeah, good age. But he also good age. has enough going forward that yeah, got it's, 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 it's an investment. Mm-hmm. He's Argentinian. Technically, very proficient. But he is everywhere. He's a little, like, mosquito. Come on. He appears everywhere. He's versatile as well. He plays. He can play as that sort of deep line pivot and look for the long passes, but he can also play as a box-to-box. And that's what Liverpool love, is a box-to-box midfielder. Yeah. You look at sort of like when they try to get Naby Keita to work, he was going to be that box-to-box. Mm. Um, I think this could be the guy. And could I think he, he's got compatriots in... Um, McAllister. McAllister. Yeah. South, South American link with Darwinies. Uh, I think he'd be the one. Luke, and I think yes, for yeah. about fifty million, he could be. be yeah, the I was going to say, what kind of price tag we're we talking? Fifty mil. That's. Good. I think. I think you'd get him for fifty million. So yeah. Okay, Liverpool fans, Palacios or Japalina? Let us know in the comments. Or if you have another idea who you need this January transfer one signing, let us know. My next three, yeah, we're doing City, United, and Spurs, and they'll dry. City, United, Spurs. I've got bangers for all of them, so stay tuned. Are we starting on City? Yeah, go You go first, because mine's an absolute fucking corker. Right. I've gone... For me, watching City at the weekend against Huddersfield, felt like they wanted it a lot. Mm. Phil Foden's playing... I, I know it's Huddersfield, but still, the fight was there. Phil Foden was excellent. I think he's really coming into it now. We've asked for this for a long time. He's playing in that 10 roll like we wanted, and it's happening. And it's only happened... But now Kev's back, and that's going to be over. Yeah, but KDB, mate. Guy. What a guy. He's got a fresh he, trim as well. Yeah, the Jack Grealish Come on. rubbing off on him. And then he comes into the bottom at the edge of the box, cuts inside, and then that dink to the far post for was it Doku's Doku, goal? Yeah, 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 unbelievable. He's gonna be a worry for everyone. But yeah, if you so. want to hear more about how we think the second half season is gonna go, check out our um, reaction to our predictions out on Friday. Because it's stinker. Um but yeah, for me, there's a little bit missing on that right midfield. I think Bernardo Silva is an excellent player. I think he's actually the best midfielder in the Premier League. We've said it. But I think it's going to be too much rotation in the middle there. I think you might see Phil playing out on the left. I think you're going to see Kevin playing a lot, but his minutes can be managed. So you're going to have Phil. Um, Rodri obviously is the, the holding, and yeah. you're going to Phil, Kevin, and Bernardo, all first names. The right midfield, um, they're missing a winger. And for me, that man is Michael Olise. Jeez! I... Had him earmarked as my Man United oh, no, signing. He's, not. he's my Man United signing. Oh, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, my Man United and my um, this guy, man. my Man City signings are both right wingers. Yeah, oh, fair enough. I've actually got so Pedro mine. Neto for Man City. Man City. Okay, but they could I, either one. I think. But no, I think I Pedro Neto maybe yeah. is a little bit more of what they'd be looking for. I back it. Um, I yeah you've had a howl of it but um, interestingly enough that we've both looked at this Man City team that's stacked all over the gaff and both picked out right wing Mm. as kind of the spot that could be added to my player young electric player um, is already kind of seasoned at European level Cole Palmer jeez do you fancy a guess he plays in the Bundesliga not Nabry Young. Young. How young? How young? I think 21. Oh, not that Donny from Dortmund, though. No. Oh, I don't know. It is Xavi Simons. Oh, Xavi from Leipzig, yeah? yeah? Yeah, I think he is technically so good. What he does really good for Leipzig is he tucks into the kind of... He doesn't hug the touchline. He comes in with the ball. Mm. And I think that's what City love. Um, 
City have seen a lot of him in the Champions League. The City seem to play RB Leipzig every single season. So they know a lot about him there. He played for PSG, he's played for Leipzig, he's done the rounds. And at only 21, to be in your international setup at Netherlands. He is just class. Yeah, I think you could get him for about 40, 50 mil. Getting early. And yeah, I think he's going to he's gonna boom, mate. He's going to be so good. Yeah, for me, the only other <laughs> position I was looking at for Man City was going to be right back, potentially. I was looking at centre mid alongside Rodri. Yeah. And... The guy that I earmarked, there's just no way that's happening in the January window. Too many. Camavinga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no I was way. looking at maybe right back, but I think they're going to go for Porro in the summer. So Interesting. I yeah. held off on that. Um, right, right Man United. Well, I've already spawned mine. Spit it Michael out. Alise. I think Man United's main issue is a lack of goals across the board. I think Alise brings that. I think he brings creativity. I think he's just a fantastic player. And I think <laughs> he just get rid of Anthony, mate. Just yeah. get rid of Anthony. You sort of, you maybe you have Garnacho on the left and you sack off Rashford. Yep. And I think that's it. I think Hoyland's all right. I think Man United is crying out for a striker. I just think their creativity behind him is poor. I totally agree. And I definitely what you said at the start where they're missing goals from across the front line. You can't just rely on Hoyland. You need Rashford to turn up. You need Anthony to turn up. You need Garnacho to turn up. And what I've suggested is a Prem proven killer. He's played at right wing. He's currently playing up top for his club, Jared Bowen. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. What a fucking guy. He's so good. In my opinion, too good for West Ham. He should take the step up to Champions League football. He's so good as a striker. He's so good. English international. He's 27, so he's at his absolute peak right now. You'll probably get three or four seasons of him at his elite level. And then you could probably sell him back to West Ham for 30 mil. Yeah, I think for me, Man United, I could have picked someone for every position in their team. Yeah, literally. But the position I felt they needed it the most was the right wing role. I think Rashford will come good again, I think. But if you get a good offer for him, I think you can take it. And Anthony's got zero goals, zero assists this season. Yeah. And we're halfway in. It's you nuts. can't have your starting right winger have zero and zero. It's nuts. That's I- not good enough. And for me, defensively, I think Lissandro Martinez is all right. Yeah, he'll come back. That'll be fine. And then I think Harry Maguire's even had a good turn. I think he's been all right. Yeah, like, right. Th- yeah, their lack of goal scoring is their main out issue. wide is their main issue. And I, the lack I of, think Holly's learn will come good. It's out wide. They're just not creative enough and they're not um, decisive enough in the final third. Most Anthony of their chances come through Bruno Fernandes passing. Yeah. But I'm you can't right. rely on that because then yeah. they just double up on him and then he can't, he doesn't have any options to just go backwards or lose the ball. Yes. At least have a threat out wide. That man is Michael Lise for me. Right. Or Jared Bowen. Let us know in the comments who you pick in, Man United fans. And if you have a different suggestion. Spurs? Shall right. I round it off with my Spurs? Yeah, hit us with your Spurs. For me, I really like what Ange is doing. We're yep. big fans of Ange. Yep. Even as an Arsenal fan, as we're here. Ros is yeah, no, one of the most exciting teams in the Prem. I look across the pitch there. I like what they've got going up top. Maybe they could use a little bit more depth for me. But I think they've got enough going on between Son having a really good season. Brennan Johnson, he was catching some um, flyingers. Yeah, on, he's on getting first. a little bit of heaters. And I don't really know why. But every time I watch him, I, I love like him. him. Yeah. Dejan Kulaskevsky is having a really good season again. Yep. And then Richarlison, he's coming to a little bit of goal scoring form. I think maybe in the summer you look for a striker. But in January, defen- in the striker. midfield, I really like what they've got. Madison, yeah. Basuma, Bentecourt, Lacelso coming back into the fold. Hoiberg is decent depth. Papasaya. Left back, right back, fine for me. Yeah. Centre back. Mm. Centre back is a big issue because I don't mind. I really like Van der Ven. I think he's an outstanding, so good, yeah, really outstanding signing and he'll be good for years. 
if Romero, he comes back from that injury, all good. Yeah, Romero is the problem. Mate. I don't think he's such a problem that you drop him. No, but I think bozo. you need someone who is better than Ben Davies and who else? Emerson Royale. They had Emerson Morale yeah, playing yeah, yeah. centre back. You needed a bit of depth. There. The drop off is crazy. You need someone yeah. who can come in and won't look out of place. And for me, mm. that person is Brathwaite from Everton. Jeez, that is a good shout. I think that is on the spenny side for Spurs. Is it though? Because I reckon about 40, 50 million. Oh, I'm hearing talks of like 80 mil for him. I think that's ridiculous. Mate, have you seen Everton's financials? Yeah, that's true. I think that's why Arsenal are putting a low bid for Onana at the moment because obviously they're so fucked financially. But yeah, I love, we've said on the podcast before, we think Brantwaite is one of the standout players in the Premier League this season in a... Decent Everton side. He's alongside Michael Keane, getting coached by... No, not Michael Keane. Fucking Michael Keane shit. Um, <laughs> he fell off. Hard. James Tarkovsky, yeah. yeah. So he's getting coached by a Premier League vet. And yeah, I think he's come into his own. And he's, yeah, good good little signing, actually. That would yeah, be good. I think, I think if you get him for anywhere sort of between the 40, 60 million mark, yeah, that's a good I shot. think that's a very, very handy signing. Okay, you said... Richarlison, they don't need any help at the top of the pitch. No, no, no. I think there's goals across the top of the pitch. Mm. I think between Son, when Madison's back, when Brendan Johnson gets a little bit of fire in, Richarlison scored however many goals. He's got more goals from playing than Saka this season, mate. Yeah, that's not hard. That's, that's, night. that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, he right. was going to be a right winger of the season. Mate. I've got an exciting young striker. Plays for a team that Arsenal played in the Champions League this season. Not PSV. No. Not Sevilla. No. Lance. El Yawahi. Oh, yes. What a guy. I haven't seen many people give Saliba a hard day. This El Yawahi guy, young, I think he's 21 years old, um, broke into the season, uh, scene last season. Huh? Imlis? Yeah, could, could could do, but he's like already touted for too much money. Whereas Yawahi, I think you get him for about 40 no, I'm talking about Raul Jimenez in... Um... Oh, I thought you he, he gave Saliba a hard time, didn't Yeah, he? that's true. Who's yeah. the uh, Donny that plays for PSV up top that's... Oh yeah, yeah, Romalo Jimenez, yeah, whatever. Yeah, fucking yeah. But uh, Wahi for Feyenoord. Yeah. Nah, isn't it PSV? No, I think he plays for Feyenoord. Same difference. Yeah, he's um, a hundred million pound striker as well. Yeah, El Yawahi. If you can get hold of him, uh, Lance signed him for about thirty mil. So I think he'll be available for about forty to fifty. And I think twenty-one years old, French international. I think he goes on to be one of the best strikers in the world. And if you can get him now while he's young. And he's already given Saliba a hard day, so joining Spurs, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, be a I nice think he'd be a quality well, little yeah. player, 40 to 50 mil. And he's not he's still young, so you can rotate him with Richardson. He won't expect to start every single game. Yeah. Yeah, versatile. He's good in the press as well. What I noticed when I watched went to Arsenal to watch Arsenal Lance is he's just hungry, mate. He presses like an absolute animal, and that's what Ange wants from his players. So I think he'd slot into that and side quite nicely. We should know we should do this video. We'll have a little poll on the video yes. where you can vote for each one of our picks to see who has the better transfer mind. Also head over to our socials where we will be running polls where you can also vote. And yeah, let us know down below. Is there anyone we've missed out? Any any howlers that we've had? And also, we're not just big six nerds. I just spat everywhere. We're not just big six nerds. If you really like this video, we'll do the rest of the fucking league. Why not, mate? Why not? Because the transfer window is long. Yeah. And full of terrors. So yeah, let us know. Thank you very much for watching, guys. This has been Board Draw, episode number 78. And it's live.